you make the meaning. So you're probably already aware of this concept, right? But I've just returned from my kinesiologist session and it's just highlighted how we really do make the meaning. Our life is based on interpretations of events or situations or people or ourselves. And I've been doing some work with my kinesiologist around my body because it's an area that I've really struggled with over the years. I've never, not never, but my adult life, I've never felt comfortable in my body. I've had a really tumultuous relationship with it. I have abused it through calorie restriction and chronic exercise and then totally gone onto the other side of that and done nothing with it and ate shit food and then wondered why it's overweight. And so we've been peeling back some layers of this for me because this is one of those key areas of my life, which is a destination. It's a point I want to get to and and I have this belief that when I get to that point, then, you know, all the bits of the puzzles fall into place and I will be happy. <laughs> so having a hot body uh, is a destination for me. And I wanted to find some level of acceptance within myself because I have had the hot body before and I hated myself. So I had the hot body through calorie restriction and real control, two to three hours of exercise a day, which wasn't healthy. And it was coming from a real place of fear. I sat down with my kinesiologist and we've been working on this for a while now. But today we reached a point which was really pivotal for me and so seemingly innocent and meaningless. But it has changed my relationship with food forever because I made some meaning from it. So I was probably about eight years old and my brother is one of those guys who is really great at saving and storing things. He's like a fucking squirrel, right? He goes and grabs all the nuts and then he puts them in his um, little tree hole <laughs> and, and keeps them there and holds onto them really tightly and then, like, hands one out very reluctantly and resentfully. You know, he's, he's, a, he's a, someone who holds onto things for a rainy day, and I actually never was that kind of person. I was more indulgent and just wanted to experience the joy right then and there, and, you know, so I'd, I would just go all in for things, including food. We went to the Royal Melbourne Show. And we got all our show bags. My granddad used to give us $15 each and we could spend it on all the show bags. And that bought a fucking shitload of show bags back in like 1986 or whenever it was. <laughs> and so we came back with all of these show bags and I would just eat all of the stuff in like two days. I just had no self-control because it was sugar. So I'm eating it and my brain's telling me eat more, eat more. And I was also grew up in a house where we didn't eat sugar. We never really had naughty, in inverted commas, food. 
we always had really healthy food and it was a, it was a thing that my mum was quite controlling about. Hence, getting all these lollies, eating them, and then just continually eating them and eating them and eating them, while my brother, he would squirrel them away and stick them in a bowl, hide them in his room, and show them off to me. Hey, look, I've still got lollies left from three and a half months ago, and you haven't. And I'd be like, oh, that's because I can't control myself around food. Food is bad. And I can't control myself around food. That is what I made that mean. Is that the truth of the situation? No, it's just that I actually really loved throwing myself into things and really going all in on stuff and having so much fun. And I loved sugar because it, you know, because it's sugar. And my brain's little switch went off and went, Come on, you haven't had enough. Have more, have more, have more, have more, because that's what our brain does chemically. And I was like, it's me. The food is bad. I am bad around food. And then that has stayed with me since I was eight years old. And I made it mean something completely different. I made it mean that it was a fault within me. I made it mean that there was something wrong with me around food. And the truth is, maybe there wasn't. So what does that mean for the rest of my life? It means I've created some space around this story so that now instead of going, why can't you control yourself around food? Why do you have to eat an entire packet of biscuits? You're a bad human being who has no self-control. You have zero motivation. You can't stick with anything. It creates some space around it and it allows me to go, hey, you know what, like the reason that you eat the whole pack of biscuits is partly because you have this story around being bad with food and partly because it's sugar. It wants you to eat it all. So it just gets rid of the guilt and the shame that I carried around with me for years. Because back that eight-year-old who made it about her lack, she used to go in into her brother's room and steal some lollies and feel really guilty and shameful about it. And I still do that today. Well, not from today, but I've still done that to this very day. I have hidden food. I have bought a packet of Palazzo biscuits at Aldi and ate the entire pack and then thrown it in the bin so nobody knew. That is that eight-year-old me playing out. It's not 40-year-old me. That's the eight-year-old who made Food means something. So I want you to have a think about your biggest struggle in life, the thing that that you've got the destination around. What was your destination when we looked at that particular day? And I want you to think back as to what you've made that mean. Why haven't you been able to reach that destination? What are the stories you've had around that? What have you made that mean? And don't question what pops into your head, right? So often we have the answer. It jumps in there right as soon as we're, as soon as I've said, you know, think about your destination. Where did that stem from? What was the the first story you created around that, that thing that pops into your head, even if it makes no sense, because I can tell you when I started talking 
to my kinesiologist and saying, yeah, so um, what's popping into my head is my brother and us at the show and buying the show bags. I was like, this doesn't make any sense. But it made perfect sense. I don't have to make the meaning when I'm exploring. What we want to do is unmake the meaning. And the meaning is all, it all relates back to our stories, the stories we've created about us, our inadequacies, the reasons why we can't have what we want. And then our sabotages show up to reconfirm that story again and again and again because we had one little incident that we've made mean something about us and our worthiness. So that's it today. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) It is a really big one, but I just want you to keep it in the front of your head, right? Like, what are you making things mean? You know, when you're chowing down the pack of palazzos on the way back from Aldi, what, are you, what is the story you're telling yourself about that? The story for me was I can't control myself with food. Where did that stem from? It stemmed from when I was eight years old and went to the show with my brother and the lollies. As usual, it's all about awareness and space. So what meaning have you made that might not be true? Until tomorrow, peace out.